What we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome everybody to the Raider Take Podcast. I am Micah McDonald. Here with me, per usual, is my brother Andy McDonald. And we are, um, what we're going to try to do is uh, maybe bring you guys a couple podcasts a week. Um, this one today is going to be our recap podcast. We heard a lot of the uh, listeners out there giving us feedback, giving us uh, suggestions on things we should do. And, you know, it seemed like they liked our preview. So, got to give them a recap as well. Um, so we're going to work on doing that, giving you two podcasts a week, maybe try to get one out Tuesdays or Wednesdays, and then get another one out on Saturday so that you're ready for the week coming, the game coming on Sunday. So uh, yeah, I'll kick it over to Andy if you want to just give us an idea of what we got for this one. Yeah, no, it's 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 cool that we're able to kind of work on the fly a little bit. Um, it was it was nice to see you know people that that did tune in and listen and, and that were able to share it on you know Facebook. I know it's up on Spotify, so um, and Twitter. I believe I, I'm not as we mentioned, I'm not on Twitter, but um, yeah, today we're going to be covering you know our uh, we'll, we'll go over a couple of things that we t- discussed last week. You know, our our mortal locks of the week that you know one of us might've done well and one of us might've not. And then that's, and it's okay. Hand up, you know, but okay. we'll talk about that. Um, and then we're going to take one game each that, that we thought stuck out. I think it's important to still address the NFL um, as a whole. So we can give you some content there from an overview and then we'll close it out with, with our, uh, you know, Raiders Panthers week one that we previewed and um, that we talked about and give you our thoughts and, and feelings around that. And, so with that being said, let's let's kick it over to you for your mortal lock. I believe it was Baltimore at home minus eight against the Browns. Um, take it away, man. Yeah. So they were actually at the time that we recorded, they were actually minus seven, which that didn't necessarily matter because um, the Ravens completely stomped the Browns out. Um, mm-hmm. They did as I. They must have listened to the pod. They had to have listened to the pod because they went out there, beat them thirty-eight to six. Um, very well covered that spread. Um, yeah, I just, it was kind of one of those things where it was just trying not to think too hard about it. You know, Ravens versus Browns, it seems pretty straightforward. So I think you got an idea going, I I think going into that game, a lot of people were talking like, okay, can the Ravens kind of keep it going with what they did last year? And then also like, are the Browns going to step it up? Are they going to, you know, maybe show something if they could do something against this team, it would kind of show that they're in the right direction. And, that just did not happen whatsoever. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. One and zero. If you guys put a hundred thousand dollars on that, awesome. Appreciate it. Um, glad yeah. I could win you money week one because might not happen very often. So, um, yeah. And it, and it, Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say, and it might not happen if if you listen to me. So, um, definitely a good call on your end. I mean, they they smoked him, and I don't think it was close. There's always, you know, the last two years has been that hype with the Browns with. You know, Baker, Odell coming over, Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb had a coming out year last year. And, and um, you know, everyone kind of buys into it. But I think there's a stat there, 0-15-1 the Browns Oof. are in week one. Oof. So that's that's just a trend that you got to trust and you got to trust the numbers. So um, congrats to you. You're 1-0 on, on, on the year. So 
I would divert your betting knowledge to Micah at this point. Um, yeah. Oh, but yeah. Oh, I, I, the thing was, is Odell and the Browns really just shit the bed. And yep. Unfortunately, just, it happens. Yep. The Browns or the Ravens defense just shit all over Odell. And that happens. Know, who knows? Who knows whether he enjoyed that or not? Sometimes we'll you like that it. For, sometimes you don't. <laughs> oh, that's such a wild story. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I'll, I'll go with my mortal lock of the week, which was as immortal as possible. Um, I had the the Falcons plus one and a half um, with the Seahawks coming into town. Falcons were at home, felt great about them, um, and the Seahawks just just beat the brakes off them. It wasn't even close. I know that I think they got the Falcons scored some garbage time points in, in the end and Matt Ryan threw for 450 yards, but it wasn't even close the whole game. And it was, it was tough. It was a tough look for me. Um, you know, I, I just, I was so convinced and I said it on the pod, actually, I said, I'm so convicted of this that you should probably fade me. You should probably fade how I'm feeling because anytime I feel that good, it's never good. So I'll take the L and, and I'm excited to, to, to lock in my mortal, my mortal bet of the year, the year of the week. Uh, <laughs> it's got to be a later to make up for that. <laughs> Man, that was, that was tough. It was a tough look, but. It's all good. Um, you just you good. doubted Mr. Unlimited and he somehow just came through. So it's, it's yeah, it happened. It, it it's would, all right. <laughs> yeah. And I would say it would be a shame if that was the one game on my parlay that didn't cover you know <laughs> if that ha- actually happened that would be unfortunate yeah that would be but, a very unfortunate thing yeah yeah you know but it's all good man so you know took the l there it's it's all right but um you know we got we got week two that's where i'm looking i'm just looking oh, in, yeah. the, in the windshield not in the rear view mirror here yeah so. exactly that's all you got to do live to bed <laughs> so, another day that's all yeah we'll chalk it up we'll chalk it up but um yeah well let's shift it over to the nfl um obviously just with the whole pandemic, with everything that was going on, so much unknown there's, you know, week one was so highly anticipated and, and everyone was really just, you know, to my understanding, just looking forward to, to something new and just sitting on the couch for eight hours and watching the football. So um, what game stood out to you week one um, outside of these locks in the Raider game? Uh, for me, I think it's probably right there with majority of people was the Bucks saints game. You got obviously Tom Brady and, um, Gronk on a new team. They're supposed to, you know, they this powerhouse coming out and they're supposed to go out there and, and kill it. And they're going against Breeze and the Saints, who are offensive powerhouse as well, have been for years. And um, I think everybody thought like this was the game of the week. Uh, potentially, this was going to be, you know, a hell of a matchup week one. Uh, and I think it kind of came out flat. Um, it wasn't quite what the hype was. I don't know if it, they could have like, it would have taken a lot for the hype to live up to what it was being hyped to. Right. But um, yeah, Brady went out. He he threw for 239 and had two touchdowns, but he also threw two picks. One of those was a pick six. Um, he kind of spread the ball around a little bit, but no one really, you know, did much as far as the receivers are concerned. Um then you had Drew Brees kind of come out underwhelming. He only threw for like 160, I believe. Um, he had two touchdowns, but it was just all around. It was kind of just one of those games where like you were hoping for just a bloodbath shootout, and it just wasn't quite there. Um, yeah. You have, you have any thoughts on that game? Yeah, I think it it was like hyped up for, um, if you remember that Chiefs-Rams game, um, I think it was 2018, and it was like 52 to 50 or something like that. I feel like that's what everyone thought it was going to be, and and but it's 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 a whole new new look to the to the Buccaneers overall, and, and that takes time, and you don't have training camp to get 
to get up and run in, you know, even with, or not, you did have training camp, but no preseason, right? So even with limited preseason, it allows you to get into some kind of a rhythm. And it just seemed like they're out of, out of whack. Um, yeah. And Brady relies a ton on trust and, and timing anticipation. Um, he's not, he's not Patrick Mahomes in a sense where it's just backyard football, you know? So he, the timing is off, you, you know, I think the Saints defense has, was like terrible for 15 straight years, but the last couple of years, they act, they're really tough, man. They yeah, got and two the, good corners. The Bucks defense is really good too, for the most yeah. part, you know? So it's exactly. like, it wasn't like that, that Rams chiefs game where it was just defenses that were pro- not that great, just getting torched for the most part. Yeah. I guess the, the Rams probably had a, I think that year had a decent defense, but we actually had a right. couple of defenses that were, you know, pretty, pretty good going against each other as well. So, but sorry. Yeah. I, no, you're good. No, I mean, even it, it ended up being 34, 23 saints, yeah. um, which is you know relatively high scoring. It was just kind of sloppy. It was just, you know, the saints were, were just operating a little bit better and then a little bit more clean on, on the offensive side of the ball, but it was just sloppy. And I think a little underwhelming for, like you mentioned, the hype around the whole game. Um, but yeah, it, it was, it was fun to watch. It, it's interesting to see Brady in a different Jersey yelling at, you know, refs and, and white and red compared to <laughs> his, his Patriot colors. But, um, but yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'll shift gears a little bit to the game that I thought was, you know, I was really interested in um, Cardinals Niners. I think that the NFC West is the toughest division in the NFL, in my yeah. honest opinion. I yeah, think you yeah. have the potential of four teams to make the playoffs, which anytime there's that potential in a division, that's <laughs> that's a pretty stacked division, right? And so um, you have the Niners coming off, um, you know, a Super Bowl loss where they, you know, they were up 21-10. They, they kind of had control over that game. Um, and, and then it was something where, you know, they let it slip. Um, they let them, you know, Kansas City come back in that game. Everyone knows the Super Bowl. But so they're kind of coming in with a chip on their shoulder a little bit. Um, and the Cardinals are coming into town with with the hype of Kyler Murray, rookie of the year. Undeserving, deserving, however you want to call it, rookie of the year last year um, with our bias towards Josh Jacobs. But he's got a new weapon with DeAndre Hopkins. And, you know, Nuke went 14 for a buck 51. And, you know, fell a foot short of a touchdown there. Um, but Cardinals end up going on the road in San Francisco and beating them 24-20. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, Jimmy G looked off. You know, yeah. it's I, I, I'm it's hard because I hate the Niners, and I'm good <laughs> with being I'm good with saying that and like yeah, yeah. and and then, no, but I also feel like I can I can look at it um, objectively a little bit and say, hey, I, I but I do think the Niners are talented. I think their defense is insane. I think they have a lot of great offense. Like their offense is so good for the weapons that I feel like they don't like, they don't have marquee names. Right. But you have Raheem Mostert who has come on like gangbusters and, and had a great year last year and, and had a big touchdown in this game. And you got George Kittle who's Greg Kittle. Sorry. Right? Yeah. Greg, Kittle. Uh, <laughs> Greg Kittle. Who, uh, name, right? <laughs> that's right. So he's, and he's, you know, they're probably their best target, but you know, without Brandon Ayuk, who they draft in the first round without, um, that Debo Samuel, um, you know, so that, that team didn't have as many weapons, but even then like the Shanahan system is rhythm, right? It's rhythm and rhyme. And it's all about timing and anticipation and, and being able to um, hit those, hit those routes when they're supposed to be there and just look like Jimmy G was off a little bit, um, which to my, in my opinion, not, not very surprising, but there were some, you know, you could just tell they, they weren't up to speed and up to rhythm like um, a Shanahan offense is usually. So thought it was interesting. Um, cool to see that the Cardinals, um, you know, go and take that game on the road. Um, it's such a different environment with no crowd. Um, yeah. I know the smoke living in the Bay area, the smoke isn't, isn't great. It's some unhealthy air out there, but, um, you know, Cardinals came into town and took care of business. And I thought it was exciting. It came down to the wire and, um, was a big game and, and the 
Cardinals have always been a thorn in the, in the Niners um, heel for, for the last couple of years, but you know, it's exciting to see that up and coming team and it'll be, it'll be cool to see how the Niners bounce back. Yeah. And I think a, a couple of things out of that too, is one, you always like interdivision games, you always feel like there's a chance either way. You know what I mean? Even if you got mm-hmm. one team that just, you know, went to the Super Bowl and then the Cardinals, but I also think that um, I, that a lot of people kind of look at this game as like a possible upset game. Cause you look at the Niners right. and you're like, they just went to the Super Bowl. They got a great defense. You know, when Shanahan's offense is clicking, it's clicking kind of thing. But like also Jimmy G like, can they be upset? You know, possibly, yeah. you know, Kyler Murray comes out slinging, like you said, has a new weapon in Hopkins. Um, I think Hopkins kind of like, picked up right where they left off because he had a career 14 receptions for 151 yeah. yards. <laughs> he didn't get in the end zone, but you know what yeah. I mean? It was, they just went to him early and often and, and you know, he got his, he got his catches and touches. So. Yeah, no. And, and the last thing I would say about that is I feel like the Cardinals are just the best matchup against that team um, because the Niners rely. So they run that, that Seattle scheme, you know, so it's kind of that, um, cover three press on the corners and and they they basically rely on their front four to get to the quarterback right so they rely on them just pin their ears back and you know create pressure so when you have Nick Bosa when you have um, you know they traded away DeForest Buckner um, but you have some solid guys up on the line they drafted Javon Kinlaw they ended up trading DeForest Buckner to um, the Colts to get that pick that they use on Kinlaw so I thought um, you know they they were able to neutralize that D line because Kyler is able to attack through the air and he's lethal there, but he uses his legs and he used them really well um, to really when that, you know, the pocket broke down, he was able to escape and, and create, you know, with his legs. And that's, you know, what it, it can be a neutralizer for that Seattle scheme for that, you know, Niners, you know, Niners defense that they run. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how they bounce back and, and interesting to see where, you know, the Cardinals take that momentum. But enough about, about that, that division, the NFC West, we'll talk about, the AFC West. Let's talk about that, that Raider game that that we saw. Um, I'll I'll start with you. We'll give you. We'll let you take the floor on that. Um, you know, talk about your thoughts and takeaways. Um, if you want to focus on the offensive side of the ball, and I can take the defense, and that's kind of yeah. how we previewed it, so we can roll that way. Yeah, might as well. Might as well kick it that way since that's what we did the preview on. Um, I uh, I I mean, you got to be happy with a win. First of all, they they won. You got to be happy with that. Um, per usual, as a Raider game, um, you're stressed the hell out the whole time. And it came down to the wire, to a potential spot where I was just like, the Raiders are going to lose this. Like, it's going to happen because I've seen this many a time before. Um, but I thought that our first game, I thought it looked great. I feel like um, it was very similar to a lot of how last year was where we just kind of came out firing on all cylinders right from the get-go, it was pedal to the metal. And then second half, they kind of, for whatever reason, like seemed like it eased off a little bit. I know you had, you know, rugs got hurt. And I, our injuries, both sides of the ball, and you can touch on the defense, but it was just like one after another, it seemed like someone was getting banged up. You know, rugs went down at first and you're like, fuck, I hope he didn't break his ankle and he's out for the year. And then um, Edwards gets banged up. And then, you know, luckily, you know, Josh Jacobs just like carried the whole team because he just went off three touchdowns. I think he finished with like 93 yards somewhere on there, right under 100, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Um, 
my prediction when you asked me how many yards Carr was going to throw for was, you know, 250 to 275. I think he was right on the 245 range, 248-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it looked good. I thought the offense looked good. Um, you know, we put up points, which is all you can really ask for. And, you know, for the most part, they they kind of scored in the, in the red zone when they got down there. Um, I think that it's, it is going to be, you know, a little rough going into a game against like the Saints or, you know, the tougher games we have Patriots and chiefs and whatnot, where we're, you know, having to kind of try to keep up with people um, as opposed to like getting an early lead and then trying to keep it as well. But I, it was week one Raiders were back. I was pumped. It was awesome. We watched it together. We stressed out together. Uh, I think the biggest takeaway this, this week was um, it was a, it was a monumental week because my girlfriend got to see for the first time what Raider games do to me on a stress level and (laughs) it did not disappoint. So I thought it was great. I mean, the offense looked good in my opinion, we had ups and downs per usual things are kind of, you're trying to get things going and clicking Um, a lot of young wide receivers. I think it helped having Jacobs in his second year and just kind of like, Hey, we're going to lean on your back. We're going to let you roll with it. And, you know, carry us if, if things aren't working out right. And I think things worked out pretty well in the passing game. I did see one stat that the Raiders were um, number one on the uh, least targeting their receivers on offense. It was like 32% of the plays they targeted their mm-hmm. receivers. And so obviously leaned a lot on Jacobs for that one. But I think that it went about as well as it could for the most part um, in week one. We've seen a lot of like, Teams look sloppy, super sloppy out there. I mean, the offense didn't give up a sack. Um, the offensive line didn't give up a sack. And, you know, they looked pretty crisp for the most part. I feel like they're very minimal penalties, which is not a thing we do. Um, and so, I, all in all, I think it was great. I'm not trying to sit here and ramble on, but I think week yeah. one, we looked better than some teams have come out and looked. I think there's a lot of things to button up. And I think they, could do a lot of things better in the sense of like trying to keep the foot on the, on the gas and, you know, come out hot after halftime and everything. But all in all, we got the W um, offense put up 34 points and it was fantastic in my opinion that we got a W. So. Yeah. I mean, just win, baby. That's all, that's all we talk care about, about. Right. So <laughs> let's just, you know, you, you come out of week one with a W and, and I think you can chalk it up there um, being the, the pessimist as I am with the Raiders, you know, I, I still had a range of emotions and, and I, I'm not going to sit here and, and complain the whole time to my understanding. I won't be doing that, but I do think there's a lot of things that you can take away. I, you know, from the offensive side, like you touched on, I think we looked, we looked good, man. I think we look strong coming out. Um, it, it seemed, it's, it's weird to say like they scored 34 points, but it seemed like we did kind of slow down and we kind of wanted to control the game. And I think that was, you know, Gruden's way of taking, um, taking the load off the defense. Cause they were kind of getting torched a little bit. They were kind of getting gassed in some long drives and you don't want to keep your defense on the field for, you know, have them go through a long drive. And obviously it's good to score early or have, you know, a, a quick three and out. You don't want to really do that. So, um, I think it was, that's kind of why we kind of changed it up on the offensive side. And, and what you mentioned about the, the distribution for the receivers is it was, it, first of all, that 35 or 38% that you mentioned was, that was even distributed um, distributed throughout to, you know, four or five different receivers. You saw Nelson Aguilar catch touchdown. You saw, you know, Edwards had a catch. Ruggs had, I think, four or five targets with three catches, one that big deep, deep play. And then he got 
you know, out of the game and he came back in, which is a good sign from a health perspective, you know, Renfro got in there, but then, you know, like you said, distributed to Wallen, distributed to Witten, you know, Foster Moreau's out there. And then your backs with Richard, with Jacobs and with Devontae Booker. So I think they spread it out. And I think it, they showed that, you know, based off where the game goes, you, we can kind of move and shake with it and, and still have weapons to attack and still be productive. You know, I think it's cool to be able to distribute it out and then have those versatile weapons, but you need to be productive as well. So I think they showed that. So I think the offense looked great. And uh, um, one thing to note, I'll, I'll say too, adding on to that for the offensive line, Trent Brown went down he went down relatively early with, I believe it was a calf calf injury yeah. that he was getting an MRI for this week sometime, but uh, Denzel good filling in for him uh, more so than any other tackles. I think he had 45 of the 73 offensive snaps at tackle and, like I said, offense line didn't give up any sacks. He obviously held up his own on that side of the ball, which was nice to see. And, you know, that you heard a lot about how much they liked him going into the offseason. Obviously, they re-signed him, you know, gave him a contract and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of play guard and tackle, kind of swing in both if needed. But it was good to see. It wasn't obviously good to see our franchise right tackle go down. But it was good to see that we had a guy that could jump right in and they essentially – didn't lose a step, um, you know, yeah. as far as productivity for the most part. No, it, it was, it was, it sucks like to lose Trent Brown on the third play. And then Sam Young came in and who's a swing tackle for us on both sides. And, and then he gets hurt. So we lost both our tackles um, from on the right side within the first 10 plays of the game, which is tough to come back from. So props to Denzel good on making that transition. Um, but I'll, I'll shift focus a little bit to the defense and, um, Man, it was tough sometimes. It was, it was tough going out there and then like we touched on with the production of the offense and then being like, holy smokes, this is Teddy Bridgewater carving us up. And I didn't even think he looked that good. Um, I'm not a big Teddy Bridgewater fan as far as quarterback arm talent um, perspective, but you know they were still able to chop us up a little bit and, and take some chunk plays. Um, there was the Robbie Anderson sighting, like I, I mentioned, yeah, could happen. And it <laughs> yeah. was, I think he had like two catches, but one was like 75, 75 or whatever it was. Um, so Arnett, our rookie corner, got hit on a double move, which in that situation when, you know, it's long, it's, you know, you know they're trying to attack us. You know they're trying to, to get the ball downfield, to, to get duped on a double move and not just give up a – five yard slant, you know, it's like, that's frustrating, but if he's a rookie and, and you're going to go through those lumps and, and take him as, as it happens. So, um, yeah. so that he, was and he probably expected safety help as well. And just wasn't there. And, and yeah, that's it was miscommunication. a miscommunication. Yeah. Overall is a miscommunication, but, um, Can't get burnt, it is, regardless. <laughs> yeah, it's just situational football that he'll get better at. But, um, you know, we lost Nick Kwiatkowski, um, to a pec injury. I, I know that I think the MRI came back and it's not a tear, um, which is good. So we'll probably not have him for a couple of weeks, but then we had to insert Nick Morrow, um, who, who did fine. He's actually really good in coverage. Um, I think where he struggles is on the run defense and being like a sure tackler, which it's funny to say that about linebacker, but that's where the NFL is these days. You kind of want someone sideline to sideline and you're, in your second level, in your second line of your defense, to be able to cover the backs or the backfield. Chris McCaffrey was a big emphasis, even though I think you know he had two was it two touchdowns. I think overall he had 130 yards in, in total, which is a good game, right? But I still think he didn't take over the game. He didn't have those 60 yard, you know, to the house McCaffrey type runs or, or out of the backfield catches. So I think we still had a plan for him. We knew he was going to hurt us, but it was just how much did he hurt us? 
Um, oh, I'm actually wrong. Robbie Anderson six for a buck fifteen. Oh wow, so, that's more than I thought. I I saw the one big like one, and yeah, exactly. They're like the one big one, and then you know maybe some dump offs. Yeah, whatever, Robbie Anderson, just <laughs> just shut up. Um, but no, I I think that all in all, the the secondary looked better. I mean, having Abrams Abrams back was awesome. He had 13 total tackles, nine of them solo. He whacked he whacked McCaffrey, um, and as John Abrams does, just didn't stop talking the whole oh, time. Not. He was just running his mouth and you're like, dude, stop it. At least that's how I roll. But, we both were um, talking about like, dude, don't get a penalty. You're going to get us a penalty. <laughs> stop stop diving into piles and stop running your mouth. He's but just he's a careless. Yeah, but he's a baller. And 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 um, there, the, the time that that happens is, is you remember, um, what was it, Ray Ray Armstrong? Um, no. Where he would just – Whoa, sorry, go ahead where he would just like fly and just like oh. decleat someone after the play and be yes. 15 yards. So that's not Absolutely. Abram, but because Abram is a lot smarter and, and a better leader and, and a lot more football savvy, but he still has that wildness to him. Um, that can be a little tough to tame, but he showed out props to him. Um, you know, I really like the way that him and Eric Harris look back there. Um, but once again, you gave up 30 points to the Panthers. It, it, I don't know. There was a point where we were up two scores in the, in, in the game. And so our, our defense is going to in turn, just be a little bit vanilla and a little bit soft, you know? And, and so you kind of have to sit back and, and take the six, seven yard dump offs, what have you, and not, not get beat deep outside of that big, um, outside of that double move to Robbie Anderson. But overall, I think they look solid. I, I think the bright spot, even outside of the production, so that the, we only had one sack. Ultimately, I think there are a couple of times where we let Bridgewater get, get loose, but I really think we controlled the line of scrimmage um, yeah. as well as we could. I think, some good pressure off the edge with um, with Carl Nassib looked good in my eyes just from watching the tape and and Max Crosby looked really good. Um, a couple times they both missed um, Bridgewater by by a hair by a arm length, but um, Nassib was able to get a half sack. Mo Hurst got on got in on the action too with a half sack, but it's really it, it's it's in the D line perspective. I think it's important to get those sacks, but it's creating the pressures. It's creating to you know getting the quarterback off schedule. Um, off rhythm in that sense and I think we're able to do that and and I think the the big thing that that we have done is been able to once again like we talked about have a, a rotation have depth to where we can rotate people out you know in and out and they can stay fresh it was hot as hell out in Carolina it's it's uh you know it was not muggy it was what's the dang word human humid it was very humid out there and so it's like it you know it's your first game and it's always going to test your um, endurance and your conditioning there. So, but having that depth allowed us to kind of just roll people in, roll people out. So I think that kept the D line fresh. I think we controlled the line of scrimmage. We controlled the edge as well as we could. And if you're going to beat us, it's going to be up the middle. And, and that's where our linebackers need to come in and, and a room seemed to come in and, and fill. So overall, I think the defense was, what I thought it would look like. Yeah, the they were who we thought strength. they were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly. And we almost let them off the hook, but yeah. <laughs> um, we'll see if we can drop that every every podcast. Yeah, every once. single time. <laughs> in there. <laughs> yeah, but you know, and then we talked about you know I, I talk, touched on the secondary being young, being inexperienced, and not working together. So there were some flashes of good, and there were some flashes of inconsistency or lack of communication on the back end that that we got to tighten up. You know, and, and we'll talk about that in our preview this week with. You know, the Saints coming into town for our big Monday night opener. But overall, the defense they had, they got that fourth and one stop when we needed it. It was important to do that. It was important to come through. And and I did say, hey, it'd be nice to have the defense win us a game. Um, 
you know, somewhere in this year. They didn't win us the game this year, but they did come under <laughs> this game, but they did show up when it mattered on that yes. last drive. And Ben, don't break, man. Just yeah. don't oh break. But um, but it was good. It was, you know, we'll take the win. I'll I'll leave my pessimistic thoughts um here and, and just and just call it like I'm happy that they won. That's a game that of uh, when you look at the schedule, you need to beat the Panthers. Yeah. When you have especially when you're favored. Exactly. And you have the NFC South that you have to deal with this year with the Saints, with the Bucks, um, and with the Falcons, who are all offensive juggernauts. And, you know, you take the the rebuilding Panthers, you got to win that game. And they did. And then it was tough. It wasn't easy. They had to, they had to go out to, you know, out to North Carolina, cross country, and, and deal with the, the humidity out there. And I think they rose to the occasion. The offense looked good, and, and the defense did what they could in moments and stepped up when they when they were called upon. So we'll take it, man. We'll take the dub. Um, there's still some things we got to button up The injuries are, are concerning, but I, I look at it as if we lose Kwiatkowski for a couple games, then we have, you know, Morrow. And then we also have Raekwon McMillan who didn't play a ton, but he could still fill, fill a gap. He's new to our system. You know, he, he you know, not people forget, but we brought him in three or four <laughs> weeks ago. So yeah. there's a lot of, of studying and tape and getting accustomed to our scheme that he needs to, to be, be able to catch, catch on him. But I think he will. So, I think we have we we have some injuries, but there are injuries in in position groups that we have depth at, and it's not good to see Trent Brown go down. But we have Denzel Good right now. Hopefully Brown comes back. We have Sam Young. Hopefully he can come back. Um, so I feel like we're in a good spot. And then Rugs came back in the game, which is yeah. um, means he's a, he's tough as hell, and then means that the injury wasn't as significant. So you know we can we can touch on um, in our preview just kind of maybe what he does to our offense from what we saw in, in a week because I definitely think it changed it. Mm-hmm and stretched out our offense and, and stretched out our threats. But overall we'll take it, dude. We'll take yeah. the win. We'll, we'll take coming back home for our big Monday night game and, and call it there. Yeah. And I, um, just a, a couple things on that note. I, I think with, uh, if, if Trent does miss some time, um, if, if Denzel Good's playing tackle, I think you'll see them activate John Simpson, the rookie guard that we yeah. drafted just to have him at guard depth as well. So, um, might, potentially see him you know get some snaps in or two he was inactive for this week but um you know people go out you kind of move some things up we might get to see him earlier than expected um also too i heard Kwiatkowski's injury um is not as bad as they thought and also he has played through a more severe pec injury before um Mm -hmm. take that as you will uh, for whatever that means but i think you hear pec injury you're like shit like How long are you going to be out? Hopefully a couple of weeks only, but um, it sounds like it's better than they uh, initially thought. So, you know, yeah, and I prayers up for him good. and hopefully he comes back as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, I like that you mentioned John Simpson too. Um, he's, he's someone that does add depth and I've read about John Simpson actually in an article. Yeah. He um, did. I forgot what it was. I think it was the something to do with the Raiders. Yeah. It was a Raider based article. I think you're talking about, just blog baby because I think I blog baby. I think I actually wrote that article yes. on John Simpson. This is what we call a callback <laughs> yep. to an it's article that I wrote. So yeah, that um, that will be that'll be nice to see him. Um, but yeah, uh, I did write an article recently about him, so it would be nice to see you know my thoughts on the man come to fruition, which I think that we potentially have a, a rising star in him um, mm-hmm. down the road, but. Yeah, and, and go and check that out. Just blogbaby.com uh, through fan sided website yeah. and uh, fan sided.com. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 
plug the plug the site. No, um, you're just too go. humble. You're just too humble to. So I, I have to kind of softball you a little bit. But, I know. I but know. yeah, Micah writes for Just Blog Baby has been doing it for the past year. He's got great content, um, and I think you know this podcast will be great for for your platform that you're building on and and being able to um, you know go back through those articles that you wrote and we could talk about them or different things that that you put some time and effort into. And I think it's it's great great content that you've been able to provide for the Raiders. And I'm excited that we can expand with more of a, you know, social media friendly podcast because yeah. who likes to read these days yeah. anyways? Yeah. Right? I, I never get past the first 10 pages of a book. So yeah. The only thing I like to read either, is just so. blog baby. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. <laughs> well, right on, man, this cool. was fun. Um, so, so we'll basically, we'll hit our, our preview later this week, get everyone ready for, for week two, Monday night. Um, we'll get that. We'll get that executed at some point this later this week and get it rolled out before before the weekend. So you got your preview content and and you can you guys can keep liking, subscribing, unsubscribing, resubscribing. Yeah, do it um, all. Sharing, do all that stuff. Um, but yeah, this yeah. is fun. Thanks for thanks for having me again, and no I'm excited for, for where this can go. Yeah, love it. Yeah, just uh, like you said, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, anywhere you can get podcasts, you can find us. So um, check it out. Uh, and even if you want to throw out suggestions for us there, you can comment and um, rate on Apple, you, on Apple podcasts. You can also DM um, Raider take podcast at take Raider uh, DM me um, throw out some, you got some questions. Maybe we'll read some questions um, yeah. on the pod. Um, you know, we'll, we'll take suggestions and we're just trying to, you know, we're trying to put out good content out there. We're going to, you know, take people's suggestions too, and just try to really shape this and um, you know, mold this into something that's going to be, really good yeah yeah so, i like really good yeah. um no man this is this is fun i'm, I'm excited and and i think it, it'll be cool if we get some more interaction from from our fans can we just call them our fans or yeah i mean can't, yeah we can't say posse anymore um so our squad our raider take podcast squad so. so yeah i think we yeah. have to say fans squad or fans hashtag okay. squad goals yep um right on this is good be easy man see you too yeah that's it